Well, I'm on the waiting side. Yes, I'm on the waiting side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Thursday, January 28th, and thank you so much for tuning in to our Winning Side daily broadcast. Uh, We're on the radio, we're on uh, Facebook, and of course podcast, and we are so thankful that you are uh, watching today. Let us know you're listening. Give us a call, 252-308-4600, or if you're watching on Facebook, uh, give us a like or a share or comment uh, or all of the above, and let us know that you're watching, and uh, I appreciate the folks that have let us know, and uh, believe it or not, it's an encouragement because when you're sitting in a radio studio like uh, Caleb and I are sitting here today, you do wonder sometimes, you wonder, is anybody listening? And there may not be anybody listening, but we are by faith. We are broadcasting today, and we hope you're listening. We have um, no uh, birthdays or anniversaries today from our church. I think we had five yesterday, but we don't have anybody today. And so if we ever miss your birthday or anniversary, uh, let us know. We'll get that uh, squared away. And then what a beautiful morning it was today to wake up and to see not just snow, but to see that snow uh, blanketing all the trees and branches and all the bushes. And it was a, it was a covering. I don't know how many inches we got, but I was when I was wiping off the vehicles this morning, it was thick. I'd say at least three or four. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just um, an exaggeration, but it was a lot. It was pretty, and I hope you've enjoyed the snow day. Now, Thursdays are great days for snow days. Sundays are not good days for snow days, so we need to pray that whatever's coming in Saturday night, we need to pray that God will clear that out, and we'll keep you posted about Sunday. I'm hoping we have every service, but our normal schedule, of course, driving at 9, Sunday school 10, 15, morning service at 11, and Sunday night at 6. Then we have online, uh, the uh, morning service, evening service, and then, of course, now our online Sunday school at 10, 15. I told our uh, church folks last night, the first week we had 42 that checked in. I'm not talking about people that you know were watching for a few seconds, but we had 42 people that checked in to our online Sunday school. Uh, last Sunday, we had 46. Our goal for this Sunday, 10:15 on the radio, on Facebook, website, uh, our goal is 50. We're shooting for 50 in online Sunday school this week. Now, if you have a Sunday school class you're already going to, don't skip Sunday school for it. But if you're not going to Sunday school, if you're not coming to services, then I hope you'll make our online Sunday school your Sunday school class, and uh, it'll be wonderful. I'm looking forward to that. Let's get a song, Brother Caleb. I was listening this morning um, to WVFV. That's a good radio station to listen to. And I was listening this morning. I heard this song. I love this song. Uh, But the name of the song is I Am So Blessed. And God has been so good to us. We talked last night in the service about God's loving kindness and His goodness, and uh, God has been better to us than we deserve, that is for sure. I hope you enjoy this song, and we'll be right back with our Bible study.
I start counting my blessings one by one. I do not deserve all that He's done for me, but I'll praise Him forever through eternity. I am amazed that He'd take the time to give me such blessings that fill up my life. God is so good, I cannot express how thankful I am. I am so blessed. He's given me breath and He's given me life. He's saved my lost soul from torment and strife. Christ died on the cross just to show me His love. How do you like that song? Isn't that a great, great song? Um, I think the first time I heard that song, if I'm not mistaken, I think a few years ago, uh, the Bybee family sang that song, and I looked that up, and I said, wow, that is so powerful. And I, as, we were, as we were listening to that song, I thought, oh, no, this is not good. I'm getting so fired up. I'm going to be ready to preach uh, Thursday morning. It's not Sunday yet. And I try not to get too preachy on the radio, but you just have to bear with me. Uh, those words in that song, His grace is sufficient. Aren't you glad that God's grace is sufficient? Aren't you glad that His mercies are new every single day? And what an amazing God we serve. And I hope you enjoyed that song. I hope you're counting your blessings today. And I hope you're rejoicing in the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 34. The Bible tells us that we are to awake to righteousness 
and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Now, the first word in that verse is the word awake. Now, uh, we're not talking about waking up from physical sleep, although uh, I've known some teenagers over the years. It's uh, 12.08. I've known some teenagers that could sleep in uh, that long. Uh, I used to be able to sleep in. My, my wife and I, if we ever had a day off before we had children, we could sleep in. But when we had children, from that point on, sleeping in was over. Even if we could, it's like you can't. You know, your body is just ready to go. But uh, some of us, we're not sleeping physically right now, but we are sleeping spiritually. And Paul tells the church of Corinth, he says, hey, it's time to wake up. It's time to get up. It's time to get busy. It's time to get alert. It's time to become aware of what God wants you to do. Romans 13, Paul wrote to the Christians there at Rome, and he said this, it is high time. It means it's past time. Uh, the alarm's been going off for a long time, and you've been pushing the snooze too long. He said it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. He said the night is far spent. And the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. You see 1 Corinthians 15, 34, it says, awake to righteousness and sin not. Those go together. When you become alert and you become awake to righteousness and holiness and godliness, that's going to help you not to sin. But the flip side of that is if you're living a life of sin and you're living a life of self and pride and wickedness, that's going to put you asleep. You're not going to be awake and alert to righteousness and what God wants you to be. They go together. Can I tell you this? I believe it's time for Christians. It's time for Christians to wake up. Uh, if, if you're still sleeping uh, through a pandemic and through elections and through all of that that's going on in our world. And if you can sleep through the news of all the craziness going on, I want to tell you, you're in trouble. It's time for Christians to wake up. It's time for Christians to live for God. It's time for Christians to get the victory over sin. Awake to righteousness and sin not. My dad used to tell us, uh, uh, us children at home, he would say, now, uh, Jeremy and Julie and Joel and Jill, of course, Jessica and Jennifer and Jared, they came along later, but it seemed like with us four, he'd sit us down and he would, he'd be, he'd be, he was very, had a good sense of humor, but he'd sit us down and say, now we've got one rule. You know, it sounds pretty simple, right? There's only, there's just one rule, only one rule. I mean, that's even fewer rules than Barney Fife had, you know, when he said, uh, uh, obey all rules and no writing on the walls. But my dad only had one and he said, children, he said, there's one rule in this house. Don't sin. And of course, you know, we laughed about that. That was a rule, but that really is obviously a whole lot more than just one. But here's what Paul said. He said, awake to righteousness and sin not. But then he goes on to say, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Now, now think about that statement. There are some that have not the knowledge of God. The God who loves you. The God who sent his son to die on a cross to redeem you, the God that created you, the God that gives you life and gives you breath, that same God and some people don't even know about that God. Now that is a shame. But can I tell you, it's also a shame on us for not telling people about God. 
Shame on us for not telling people how they can be saved. Shame on us for not sharing the good news. And shame on you today if you're listening on the radio or you're watching this broadcast and you have been saved and you have a Bible and you have the Holy Spirit and you have never taken the time to get to know God. What a, what a travesty. Uh, what, a, what a shame that is for Christians to have our Father and we don't even know Him. God has given us His Word. You know, it's interesting. In the Bible, Jesus is referred to as the Word. I think we quoted the verse a few days ago, but John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, capital W, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1, 14, the Bible says that the Word, capital W, that's Jesus, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is the living Word, but can I tell you this? He's given us, and He's left for us, the written Word. We have the Bible. Uh, there's, no, there's no excuse for us not to know God. Everything that we need to know about God, He has revealed for us in His holy Word. I'll tell you this, I want to get in the book. I want to get in the Bible. I want to get in church. I want to get in Sunday school. I want to get involved in Bible study and time with God because I don't want it to be said of me that there, that, that guy was a pastor. That guy was a, a, a husband. That guy was a father. That guy was a Christian, but he didn't really know much about God. I want to get to know God. I want to know God more and more and more every single day. But some have not the knowledge of God. Paul said, I speak this to your shame. I'd encourage you this week to get to know God. I'd encourage you today to spend some time with God. But then I'd encourage you to tell somebody else about Him. Uh, tell people how they can be saved. Tell people how they can have a relationship with Christ. Tell them how they can have a walk with God. Tell them about what God's done in your life. Uh, that song we had played, I Am So Blessed. Tell people today uh, how God has blessed you. And let's live today and let's live every day on the winning side. Thank you so much for tuning in today. God bless you. Hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you back tomorrow. Side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.